Welcome to Season 6 of the Leadership Educator Podcast, your source for knowledge and expertise in facilitating leadership learning. Passionate about leadership education? Want to expand your resource toolbox with practical strategies for teaching, learning, and program design? This is the podcast for you. If you haven't done so already, please hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Welcome to the Leadership Educator Podcast. I'm Lauren Bullock, Assistant Professor of Instruction at Temple University. And I'm Dan Jenkins, Chair and Associate Professor of Leadership and Organizational Studies at the University of Southern Maine. And we're both thrilled to start our sixth season of the Leadership Educator Podcast. Number six, Dan? Season oh number goodness. six? I, I can't even believe it. And six is in my head because... Uh, one of the gifts that my daughter got for her bat mitzvah uh, was from one of our great friends was to see the musical Six on Broadway. So we got to do that a couple of weeks ago. All female cast, all female band. Um, it was it was pretty awesome. And the the lengths that the that they go to to keep you safe in Manhattan right now is is in, pretty interesting compared to you know what, what's going on in uh, in small town Maine, just north of Portland, uh, where where we currently live. But man, you can't go anywhere in Manhattan without without showing your vaccination card and um, and people are wearing masks um, like like it's their jobs, which is which felt very safe there for the amount of people that were there. So in any case, I, I agree. Be, my brother was supposed to get married actually this weekend. So when we're recording it, it'll be a little bit after. But he's supposed to get married in Manhattan and they've they've pushed the wedding back again um, because of the restrictions and what they want for their wedding. And so they, they can't get married. They're married, but they can't have their in-person ceremony because of, of the size of the party and the restrictions that are in place. So they're definitely trying to keep folks safe. So um, I'll share real quick if this is, you know, where you're starting with us, meaning if you decided in to pick up with season six, the intro, welcome. Uh, here's a quick recap so that as you're listening forward, you can also kind of pick and choose where you want to go back to. Um, we started working on this project over two years ago. So Dan contacted me in August of 2020. 19? 19, yeah. That sounds right. Um, we It was right before the pan, like we started in August and the pandemic hit. We started, we, Dan invited me in August. We started really getting to work in November. And then I think the pandemic hit in, you know, February, March. And so yeah. we were fortunate that our mission already fit into what was happening and continues to happen in the world. Um, people were, I mean, they weren't, they were connecting at conferences, but then after the conference, it, it almost felt like all of that communication fell away. And so we wanted to be this space in between conferences where we could continue the great conversations that we have. So if you're listening for the first time, we're intentionally conversational. You know, there's not really a script other than the intro and outro. There's not really a script. Our, our mission or our, our hope is that our listeners um, listen to how we converse with our guests and sometimes with just, just the two of us and walk away with a, a resource or a strategy or even a question that guides their development as leaders and teachers. So if you're looking for kind of some stiff, stuffy podcast that, that sounds borderline, like maybe a speech you'd hear in front of thousands of people... You might want to just, you know, continue to listen and hope conversational grows on you as a person. But but that's that's kind of what we're here for. And, and Dan, can you tell our listeners a little bit about kind of where we're at in the podcast and where we're going forward? 
yeah no it's it's been an exciting uh, it's been an exciting two years uh, for for the podcast you know sir and one of the funny things too and we've thought we've reflected on this before is you know we knew we wouldn't be able to be in the same physical spaces as one another to record these uh although still looking forward to the potential uh, opportunity of doing a live recording at a conference or something like that. But we're, I don't know how many, we should Google that. How, how many hundreds of miles are we, uh, you know, know. from what, let, let's do it right now. We'll, we'll take, let's see. Uh, what's, you, what's the distance between we'll use our universities between yes. uh, university. Uh, While you're uh, doing that. Southern Maine and I'm gonna, Temple. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to give you the biggest hug because we regularly saw each other. That's how we became friends. We kept showing up at the same conferences and, and recognized our Florida state background and just, and hit it off. And I feel like when we were at NASPA in Philly and saw Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, and, and we loved the fact that she walked through the thousand, the audience, thousands of people there. And she walked through like it was a barbecue, like it was her family mm-hmm. reunion barbecue. And she shook hands and and I don't want to say kiss babies because I don't think any babies were there, <laughs> but we were just, we were, we were in awe of the leadership advice she was sharing. And then in awe that she walked right behind us, I think, because we were sitting in like the last row of one of the, the like kind of in the middle of the yeah. space, walked right by her. And, and I feel like we looked at each other and said, oh, this, this is definitely a memorable professional moment. It was, it, passed, it was. Right. I think that was March of 2019 or t- maybe 2018. 2018. But then, and we saw each other since then, but then we started officially in August right. of 2019. So that's I right. think that's the timeline. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so yeah, so uh, Google has helped to help me out here. So 405 miles between uh, our US, our University of Southern Maine Portland campus and uh, Temple's Temple University at uh, what it's giving me is 1801 North Broad Street, yep. wherever that is. I have not. Yep. I think I've driven by or, or, or ridden by the uh, the Temple campus one time. I don't think I've ever actually been on the campus proper. So someday, someday. You got we'll to oh, open invitation. We'll open, open invitation, invitation. To, to Portland. Too. I don't know if you want to come here right now. We're recording this in late January and it was negative uh, seven this morning. Although that's that's uh, uncharacteristically cold for our norms are a little, little higher than that um, this time of year, but uh, there's certainly been some years where it's been in this, in the single digits or below for a couple of weeks this time of year, but. I sure will not show case. up. I will not show up in negative seven. It's, no, it's I don't like, blame you. it's 12 degrees here and I'm in Philadelphia or just South of Philadelphia and I'm ready to throw it all in and just go be a, a snow snowbird. Is that the term in Florida? That um, is. Yeah. And it's the reverse up there. here. It's the leaf peepers. You got the folks that, that come up and look at all the, the, the leaves changing from all over the country. And, and then they, they take off by uh, indigenous people's day there. Everybody's gone. <laughs> so <laughs> But in any case, all right. So where where have we where have we come from? So we we've got sixty eight episodes um, in the books and over fifteen thousand downloads, which is amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our audience. Um, and uh, over just over seventy nine countries have uh, have downloaded our podcast. Folks from not the countries themselves, folks from <laughs> from those uh, from those countries. And so um, just amazing the reach that we've had. And and it's just very humbling to, you know, chat with anyone that says, hey, you know, I was listening to an episode of your podcast. I always say, you're the one, you know, <laughs> so, um, it is it is a lot of fun. So this season, we're looking to talk to educators and faculty developers who write and speak um, about teaching practices in uh, higher education. Uh, there might be some that have some some work and in, in space in, in the you know K through twelve, but it's much more the college level and college uh, university and higher education undergrad grad. Um, and this you know comes 
kind of right off of our last season, we looked at international leadership educators, those that um, either spent a great amount of time abroad or came from you know, another cultural context or, or came to the U.S. from another country or are currently practicing uh, and teaching leadership education uh, somewhere else in the world. You know, anything from Pakistan to Australia. We had, we just were, were, were blessed with just an amazing group of guests. Uh, the, the seasons before that, we looked at everything from, you know, resources that we found helpful, uh, association initiatives, um, movers and shakers in the field. You know, that was kind of our focus in, in season four, season three, really, we were right there in the midst of the pandemic. And so it was what were some tips and tricks and things that we might be able to glean from some of our guests that were doing great work and whether it be digital spaces or or dealing with different types of uncertainty, whether it be, again, the, the pandemic or, or some of the civil unrest that we were um, experiencing as a, as a country here in the U.S. And uh, before that, it was really, you know, our kind of our focus in the first two seasons was, you know, getting started as a leadership educator, because is one of the major uh, premises for us to getting together was what was the podcast that maybe we wish that we had had when we got started, you know, where could we go for information about, about teaching leadership. And so that first season was really rudimentary and the kind of foundation on that space. And then the second season is when we talked to uh, leadership educators who uh, represented either in a in a paid capacity or in a volunteer capacity for a variety of different professional associations that that span our uh, our discipline, whether it be you know associations specifically dedicated to leadership educators like the ALE, um, or those that have many leadership educators as members like NASPA or ACPA or or what have you. But yeah, so you know this this season to get back to that, you know, faculty developers, educators, these guests, they've authored popular texts or they currently host popular podcasts on teaching and learning and higher education. And uh, they're from all different places across across the university context and disciplines, you know, STEM, education, psych, business, you know, and so really looking forward to diving into those conversations this season. Me too. Some of the folks we're going to bring on, I, even before we were doing the podcast, I would use their, you know, either their work or listen to their podcasts and videos. I would use it in my own not just teaching practices, but also when I was, you know, running the Office of Leadership Development and, and in a more, in a co-curricular student affairs mindset, you know, at its core, the, the practices help to serve any person who is interested in, you know, developing other folks. And so some of these things can be applied, not just in the classroom, but in retreats or workshops or, or conference programs that you do. Um, one example I think about is, we'll talk to Dr. Bonnie Stahoviak, who hosts the popular podcast, Teaching in Higher Education. She hosts guests who talk best practices and trends in teaching and learning. And, you know, I'm really excited to hear about her experience teaching courses. Um, she actually teaches leadership, has a personal leadership and productivity course that I feel like I want to take. Um, but a lot of our conversation is kind of her approach to producing the, the podcast full of teaching recommendations and, and some of the things she's gleaned in those conversations. So I'm, I'm thrilled for all of our guests, but, you know, really excited about, about ones like that. Yeah. I think I'm probably uh, geeking out uh, the most about, about Stephen Brookfield, who uh, we're going to have on to record in uh, probably about a month here. And that you were able to make that connection through, through Antioch uh, was, was absolutely awesome, Lauren. I mean, Brookfield was some of the earliest writing that I read on, on teaching and, and higher education, because one of the first uh, I guess, risks I took as a young scholar, as a grad student collaborating with, I was a doc student collaborating with, with a master student at the time, Amanda uh, 
Kutchins, we wrote uh, an article on teaching critical thinking in leadership education. And I mean, the literature was just Brookfield, Brookfield, Brookfield. I mean, if you're going to teach critical thinking at the college level, like how can you do that without reading Brookfield? And yeah. um, and just, oh my goodness, just, I mean, he, and he's just such a prolific writer. I mean, I, I don't know how we're going to fit it into, into an hour. It's going to be one of those, you know, so uh, definitely geeking out about that. That's probably my, the conversation I'm looking forward to the most, but we still have some, some authors and that were um, well, authors, authors and, and writers and podcasters and, and folks in the field that were, you know, still in the midst of, of, of connecting with and being recommended to us. So, uh, you know, that's the only preview we'll share with you at this point, you know, on, I guess on a more somber note, you know, one of the folks that we had on our wish list was uh, was Bell Hooks, and you know, she, she we sadly lost her, um, you know, uh, recently here. And uh, if you haven't read Bell Hooks, do it. Just a prolific writer and just amazing contributions to uh, the teaching and learning space, and really just gosh, thinking about cultural context and sensitivity and and vulnerability and and just connecting with with learners from diverse backgrounds and 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 just. What an amazing voice in, in, in teaching and learning in higher ed. And yeah, we may, uh, yeah, we may Agreed. still do a tribute episode to her. <laughs> Let, let's do it. Uh, you know, one of the things I, I hear often in this space is there are not enough voices of color in the, the, yes. the social yes. research. And she was prolific in that space. And, you know, like it's still, I mean, I feel like I, I don't cry a lot, but I definitely want to shed a couple of tears knowing that our, our email was in the inbox and we were, we were just a little bit too late. Um, but I'm also just eternally grateful for the fact that she used her voice and shared so many great works. Um, so like you said, if you haven't read something by her, please read, um, grab a book. It doesn't even matter where you start. I feel like once you grab one, you'll continue to, to read that. And so, yeah, definitely a, a loss for us. Yeah, it, it is. Um, yeah. So I guess in, in, in addition to the, you know, the guests that we'll have on uh, as part of kind of our theme for our season six here of, you know, bringing in uh, educators that may not be in the leadership education space per se. Um, uh, although some may have a one of their degrees may be in leadership or, or may not. That's a, a, a surprise, uh, you know, Easter egg for later in the later in the season. Um, but, um, you know, we can learn so much from exemplary uh, college educators. And so that's really our what we're looking at. Uh, this season is, you know, what can we, what can we glean from some of these folks' experiences and research and work in faculty development spaces that we can take into our own development as, as, uh, as leadership educators. So, um, and as always, we get to talk with the folks that are uh, co-authoring the New Directions for Student Leadership series. So if you haven't checked out some of those episodes from, uh, from before uh, 20, 22 here, um, you know, please do. Uh, we've had just some amazing guest editors and authors from, from those and uh, really blessed to have that partnership. But with that, um, Laura, what, what are you up to this, this semester? What are you teaching? What, how are things over at, uh, in, in the life of a Temple instructor and a doctoral student? <laughs> so I feel like I'm on repeat, teaching leading groups and, and communicating <laughs> organizational change. You know, so I, I feel like I'm, I'm teaching, this is almost, this is my ninth year teaching leading groups and team building. And I feel like we're in a really good space. Like I, I walked in yesterday to my class and, and, you know, we, we talk about how to construct teams. And so I have them go through this activity where they do a little speed group networking, trying to figure out how everybody works. 
And this year I introduced the, well, let's test out your decisions today, you know, because so many groups, you know, they get into to working together and they don't have to produce anything for weeks or for months. And so I have them make paper airplanes, but I change some of the things that I do. So some groups get more paper than the others. Some groups I say, hey, make sure you look online for, for information. Other groups, I won't answer their questions. And it really mirrors what happens in a group experience. You don't ask for resources or you you make assumptions that may or may not be true. Um, but one of the things I love about this class is we get to have some authentic conversations about how did it feel and what can you learn? So I'm always excited. Even after nine years, I'm still thrilled to teach that. Um, communicating organizational change as well. There's so many changes that happen. It's It's a great space to have those discussions, but it's it's challenging sometimes to come up with a, a quick activity or a project related to change because so much is outside of your control. So it's still one of those classes that I love to teach. However, it's a little bit of a challenge. In addition to teaching, I have administrative responsibility. So I handle our course schedule and I am chairing an NTT search committee, which is fun. Um, and then on top of all of that, if I didn't have enough, I am on chapter two slash three of my dissertation, where I'm talking about faculty interaction during turbulent times. So if you are teaching during the pandemic, you are my people right now, and I'm reading all of the things and writing about them. And then I also, I started a small business where uh, I'm fortunate to work with sports professionals to explore their leadership philosophy and values and how that shows up in their daily communication. So if they say, are they a servant leader? Do they then have stories or, or um, I, incidents that support that and, and just making sure that there's alignment there and then using kind of some of my knowledge of leadership to, to share with them as they grow and develop. So uh, I'm keeping busy in addition to the podcast, definitely keeping busy, but I am sleeping and practicing self-care if anybody out there is, is concerned. So that's Super. what I'm up to. What are you doing? Yeah, um, not much, not much. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Right. Tell it to somebody who hasn't looked at you through Zoom for two years. Right. No, we're. I feel like we're living parallel lives, Lauren, with our teaching responsibilities and writing responsibilities and administrative responsibilities. You know, as they, uh, as as Vincent Agutu uh, said, you know, thank you for your service um, with the, you know, continuing <laughs> to to lead the department. So yeah, I've I've uh, been doing that for I think it's four and a half or five years now, and this will be the last academic year that I'm chairing the department. So looking forward to handing that over to uh, our, my ne our next most senior uh, colleague who's going up for tenure and promotion this year. And, and I guess speaking of that, I got some great news yesterday um, from the president of, of my university here at, at Southern Maine that my application uh, for promotion to full professor has, has been approved. And so I'm uh, over the moon about that. That's the last step in the process. It doesn't go to the board of trustees like uh, it does for, uh, for tenure and promotions. So, um, and he was a month early in, uh, in notifying me. Uh, our uh, union contract said he had till the end of February. So I was definitely surprised to see that in the inbox yesterday. And uh, we celebrated last night and not official till September 1st, but uh, very just uh, humbling and, and excited about that and uh, was excited to share the news here with our audience. So um, congratulations. I know the podcast pushed your application over the edge. I know it wasn't, was. all, it, was. it wasn't all the research you do, <laughs> the speaking you do, the, the willingness to mentor and meet with professionals. I know it was 
Wow. Despite all of these things, your podcast is downloaded in 79 countries. Nine countries. Did you, know? Did you know? 68 episodes? Right. So um. in all seriousness, <laughs> congratulations. That's a huge feat. You do so much great work at your university and in the in the field. And so it's great that you're you're being recognized for all of your hard work. And I'm so excited and so happy for you. And when we see each other in person after the hug, we're going to drink just to celebrate for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No, thank you so much, Lauren. I can't wait to celebrate with, with folks. And, and I'm sure there's so many other folks that have gone, that have had some of these types of great things happen in their careers too, that we, you know, we just haven't connected with people in person for so long. And, and we're going to talk about some of the upcoming conferences in just, just a moment too. What else am I up to at the university? So teaching, uh, you know, I, I, I teach a two, two load as chair. Gosh, that's one of the things that, you know, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like I'm looking forward to being in the classroom more in the fall. Um, and, uh, but will I miss any of the administrative responsibilities? I don't know. But I go, you know, I moved from teaching a, a two two uh, back to a three three in the fall coming up this fall. So, but right now I'm teaching um, our leadership education class, uh, which you know I taught for the first time last spring, and we did um, have some guests on to talk a little bit about about that. Kathy Guthrie, kind of the you know beginning of the semester, end of the semester. So that was a fun conversation last year. But so excited to teach that class again, and made a couple changes here and there, and um, so that that is fun, and that's with graduate students both in our masters and in our PhD program. Um, and then uh, back to teaching the collegiate leadership competition. Um, so definitely missed that last year. Um, and then in 2020, we were, gosh, like two weeks from the from the competition. Um, and that's when everything shut down with with COVID. So, um, you know, and I, and I wasn't, we weren't able to field the team last year, but the collegiate leadership competition, the organization itself, which you can check out at collegiateleader.org. I've been on the board for several years and Scott Allen, who we've had on the podcast before, um, he's the chair of the board and, and basically kind of the quasi director of that, of that organization right now, since, uh, since Bella stepped down, but we had an extremely outstanding uh, response to the virtual collegiate leadership competition that we uh, did for the first time last last year, uh, where we hosted students from, I think it was right around 50 different institutions. And, you know, we weren't really sure going into it, although we had a lot of confidence uh, that we were going to be able to pull off something that had been in person for so many years and was really in a well-oiled machine. But because of the volunteers and, you know, the, the tenacity and the perseverance of the students and the coaches, and again, and, and the volunteers, the volunteers, the volunteers, which were just amazing. Uh, we, we pulled it off. And again, the response was fantastic. And so we've we've got a model that works as we go into to this season. You know, I was excited to get back into the classroom to, to start doing the first two classes. So at the time of this podcast, I've had my first two class meetings, but we had to do it on Zoom because our university, um, you know, to just kind of flatten the curve a little bit here in, in Maine, we were remote for the first two weeks, but uh, got a message from administration yesterday. We're back in person next week. So Let's see how that goes, uh, albeit masked to the to the to the nines. And uh, we got an email too <laughs> that a nice delivery of twenty thousand KN95s are available all over campus. So come and pick up your masks. Um, nice. So yeah, so um, so that's going on. What am I writing about? You know, uh, I don't know. Followership education. I'm still kind of exploring that quite a bit, and and looking forward to to doing some some collaborations and and looking towards some stuff. Uh, this conference season, um, some some proposals, but I have to be extremely vague in case any conference reviewers are review our listeners. Um, and then um, <laughs> and then still thinking a lot about the professional preparation of of leadership educators and, and learning more about about that space. Um, so yeah, so what so what's what's upcoming here? What should you have your eye on with respect to professional development and leadership education? So uh, although the call for proposals just ended, uh, depending on when you're when you're listening to this on. On January 21st, uh, that's the management 
and Organizational Behavior Teaching Society. We haven't had leaders from that organization on the podcast before, but we will in the future. But this is an organization that I've been aware of, and it's been shared with me by uh, by several colleagues like, hey, you would love this uh, conference, um, check it out. So um, have submitted some proposals to to that with some uh, with some colleagues. And that's at uh, Cal Poly Pomona, uh, June 8th to 11th. And the way I understand that is that they put you up in the residence halls there, as opposed to having to do the whole hotel thing. And it's kind of like, a, you know, a little leadership educator, a management organizational educator, uh, summer camp for, for a few days. And so um, uh, I'm looking forward to, to meeting some folks that I haven't had a chance to interact with before. And um, hopefully that will be a, a fun experience. Uh, I'm crossing my fingers that at least one proposal gets accepted so I can get some funding to, to do that. Um, those that at the time of uh, that you're hopefully listening to this, proposals um, are due in the future. Um, so first would be, let's see, February 10th, Association for Leadership Educators, you know, one of our big, uh, one of our two primary sponsors. So those are due again, February 10th. That is in Kansas City, Missouri, June 26th to the 29th. Uh, you can check them out at leadershipeducators.org. Um, next would be the ILA, another primary sponsor, International Leadership Association. So their 24th global conference will be online October 6th and 7th, and then on site um, in the DC metro area, October 13th through 16th. The way they're advertising that is and or, um, so you can participate in, in one or both, um, and which is similar to the model that they did in uh, Geneva and online. Uh, this most recent uh, October. Proposals are due to that conference by February 15th. Um, and for all these, if you have extra time and you can volunteer to be a reviewer, they love new reviewers. Um, it's the lifeblood of those organizations is, is, the, uh, is the reviewer volunteers. Uh, and then last but not least, hot off the press, so the Leadership Educators Institute. Um, that is definitely one of our favorites. That's a collaboration between NASP, ACPA, and the National Clearinghouse. For leadership programs. That's December 14th through 16th in New Orleans. Uh, proposals due by July 1st. Uh, let's see. I feel like I forgot some of the URLs. We'll put them in the in the show notes, but uh, Management Organizational Behavior Teaching Society, that's M-O, M as in mouse, O as an organizational, <laughs> B, uh, behavior, T, teaching, S, society.org, M-O-B-T-S.org, um, ILA. Uh, they, re- they have a new R- R- URL, <laughs> Lots of alphabet soup going on here. Um, over the last year, ILA Global, oh, actually the conference is at ilaglobalconference.org. And then the actual association, they're at ilaglobalnetwork.org. And then uh, to find the Leadership Educators Institute call for programs that you've got to go through either NASPA or ACPA or the National Clearinghouse, uh, but basically go to any of their homepages and type in uh, Leadership Educators Institute and it'll come in. So naspa.org, I think it's acpa.org and then uh, the National Clearinghouse, nclp.umd.edu because they're out of the University of Maryland there. Um, and they have a new director, at, uh, Dr. Melissa Rocco, uh, recently took over for, uh, for Craig Slack as he, uh, as he retired uh, recently here. So I think that's everything I can think of. Um, certainly there's some other conferences out there um, and certainly we'll, we can share that information if you uh, send that to us and we'd love to get that out to our listeners. A great list of, of resources where, or a great list of conferences where you're going to meet leadership educators. And, and as you're slowly engaging, you know, back into society, you're going to, you're going to be able to reconnect with some folks. So providing that calendar is super helpful. And like you said, you'll put this information in the show notes. Um, I think what's important for us is, so this season, you'll get a fresh episode every Tuesday morning. 
we know that by that day, you've had your coffee, you've made it to a, a department meeting, maybe two, depending on, on how your structure, as well as most importantly, you're ready to learn or hear something new to add to your leadership toolbox. And I think that's everything we've got for our intro episode. So that, that wraps us up for this uh, first episode of season six of the Leadership Educator Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today and uh, best of luck this semester. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Leadership Educator Podcast. Remember, you can download all our episodes on all available podcast platforms. And when you go, please make sure you rate us five stars, as the more you rate us, the easier it is for others to find us. That's right, Laura. And we also invite you to interact with us on Twitter at Lead Educator Pod. That's L-E-A-D-E-D-U-C-A-T-O-R-P-O-D. And on LinkedIn by searching for the Leadership Educator Podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn by name. And on Twitter, I'm at Dr. Underscore Leadership. And Lauren is at M-R-S-L-A-U-R-J-B. That's Miss Laura J-B. We'd like to thank the James M. Cox Jr. Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership within the Grady College of Journalism and Mass Communication at the University of Georgia. The support was facilitated by Dr. Keith Herndon, William S. Morris Chair in News Strategy and Management. And a wonderful theme music was composed, performed, and mixed by Dr. Matthew White, trumpeter, composer, and associate professor and chair of jazz studies now at the University of South Carolina. You can check him out at www.mattwhitejazz.com. Matt, thank you so much for sharing your musical genius with our listeners. During the season, you will hear episodes featuring International Leadership Association members working globally to drive leadership education. Visit ilaglobalnetwork.org slash podcast for more information and to join the association. And finally, this podcast would not be possible without our chief partner, the Association of Leadership Educators. Please check out the ALE and all it has to offer at leadershipeducators.org. We hope you will listen to our next episode wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.